0: You are listening to the Emotionally Equipped Podcast with Shira Gura, episode number 241. Hi, this is Shira, and welcome to my podcast. To me, there is absolutely nothing more important than getting emotionally equipped, because literally everything you do in your life, whether it's improving a relationship growing a business, trying to break a bad habit, or trying to pick up a new one, there's always going to be an emotional component. And unless you are emotionally equipped, those emotions have the potential to hijack your relationships, affect the feelings you have for yourself, and negatively impact your goals and your dreams. This podcast and my award-winning books were created to inspire you to see what's possible in your life. And my course takes it all to the next level, by empowering you to actualize those changes so you can become that person who creates the results you wanna see in your life. It's all so very exciting. So if you're new to me, be sure you head over to my website and sign up for the waitlist for my course, shiraguracom forward slash the course. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. I have so many stories for you. Oh my God. I have so many amazing things that have been happening. And actually, from an outside perspective, you may not see them as amazing, but they really are totally amazing because they are opportunities to wake up and make sure that you're being the person that you really want to be. And I had so many of those kinds of opportunities, just like in the last three days, that I'm so excited to share them with you. And I'm actually having a hard time deciding which one to share first. But I decided that what I'm going to share with you today is actually what happened yesterday. And if nothing else too big or exciting happens between now and next week, I will share with you my next story and the one to follow in the following weeks. You know, it's funny, I'm never at a loss for a story for this podcast, which is great. And the truth of the matter is, if you look at your life, it's the same for you. It may be that you're just not as aware of these kinds of stories that you have in your life because I've simply been doing this for so long, but it's true. You have just as many stories that you could probably share with me as I have for you. And of course, when you're inside of my inner circle, you have that chance to share them with me. But okay, for now, let's talk about angry people, shall we? Okay, so this is what happened. My kids have been on vacation from school for about a week because of the Hanukkah holiday. And I've been taking them places and doing things with them, which has been really nice. And my daughter who was in the Navy came home after three weeks of not being home. So she came home for the weekend, and that's always awesome. And then what usually happens is the kids go back to school Sunday morning, and I usually drive my daughter back to her base or to a train station so that she can get to where she needs to go. But this week, they did not have school on Sunday, and my daughter didn't have to get to her base until two o'clock in the afternoon. Now, yesterday I didn't make any plans for my boys. And so I asked my daughter if she wanted to do something with us because we could make that happen. And then I could drive her to her base. And she said that she'd happily do something with us. So long story short, we decided to head to the beach and her boyfriend was gonna come join us. And that was like a 10 minute ride from where her base was. So the plan was great. So we go to the beach and we bring a blanket and food and games and cards. And soon after we arrived, my boys started having a catch. And my daughter and her boyfriend went to dip their feet in the water. And so since everyone was occupied, I decided that I would lay down on the blanket and put in my earbuds and put on a podcast that I was in the middle of listening to and just relax. And actually, I think I kind of half fell asleep, which was fine. But then all of the sudden, I woke up to the sound of an unfamiliar voice screaming. And that screaming was getting louder and louder and louder. So, you wanna guess what happened? I mean, picture us, we're at the beach, everyone's doing their thing, and an angry man starts screaming out of nowhere. I didn't even know if he was yelling at us or yelling at somebody else, or I had no idea what was happening. By the way, I took a picture of myself at the beach and I posted it on Instagram and on my Facebook page, both of which are Shira And I asked that question, what do you think happened? And it was actually really fun to see some of the guesses. So it could be that in the future, I do more such teasing of what my podcast episodes are going to be about. So if you're not already following me on either platform Take a moment and hit pause right now, just for a second. Find me on either Facebook or Instagram, and then come back to the episode. Okay, so back to the angry man. He was screaming at my son, my 13 year old son, the son that I have who is like the most sensitive kid I know, or at least he's the most sensitive kid in my family. And he's a vegetarian because he can't stand seeing animals suffer. Anyway, this man was yelling at my son. Now, what was he screaming at? He was screaming to stop beating the cat with his baseball bat. Now, let me just share with you a few more details before I move on. Because I didn't share with you about the cat yet, And that's because I didn't know there was a cat in my story until that moment, but there was. There are a lot of stray cats in Israel, and apparently a stray cat made its way over to our blanket when I was napping. Also, my boys did bring their baseball stuff with them, but it wasn't a metal bat. It was a plastic wiffle ball bat. And so this guy is screaming, stop hitting the cat. Who do you think you are? Why are you hitting the cat? Stop! stop, stop, right? And so I quickly take the earbuds out of my ears and I turn my head and I see this guy who apparently was just on a walk and he starts charging towards us. Are you this kid's mother? He's screaming at me. And I reactively said, yes. And he goes on, what kind of education are you giving this kid? What are you going to do about this? He's beating that cat. Why are you letting this happen? Now, (laughs) At this point, my heart rate went from zero to 100 in a matter of nanoseconds. I was not prepared for this to happen. I couldn't have gotten clear, right? Because I was not expecting a man to come out of nowhere and start screaming at me. And so my gut reaction was to apologize. So I started with, I'm sorry, but he kept going. Like he wouldn't even let me say anything. You're sorry? You're sorry? What kind of mother are you? How did you raise your kids? Did you see what your kid was doing? Why aren't you doing something about this? And that's when I kind of woke up because I noticed what I was doing, right? This guy was screaming at me, and I noticed that I was allowing myself to become a victim. I was letting this guy make me mad and make me anxious and make me powerless and all of that. And I didn't want to be that person. And at the same time, I wanted him to stop yelling at me and stop yelling at my son. And so very calmly, I just asked him to walk away. I really, I just said it in those words in Hebrew, but I said to him, maybe, maybe just walk away. (laughs) Of course, he looked at me like I had two heads. Walk away. I'm not walking away. I'm staying right here. And again, I was very calm and I responded, okay. I said, if you'd like to stay with us, you're welcome to stay with us. And you can stay angry. If that's what you want and that's who you want to be, stay here and stay angry. And he looked at me and he got a little flustered, right? Like he didn't know how to answer that. And then he said, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going to stay angry. That's right. And I'm going to call the police. (laughs) And that's when I laughed. But of course, I laughed to myself. I I didn't want to ignite him even more. But it really was at that point, it, it was so clear to me that no matter what transpired before, you know, what I didn't see, this had nothing to do with me right? And it was also clear, even though it wasn't clear to my son, that this really had nothing to do with him either. This had to do with this man, this angry man. And then he walked away, right, mumbling to himself as he continued walking. And my heart rate started to go back to its normal place. And my son, as soon as the guy was out of, you know, earshot, my son, he lost it. I mean, he really, really, really lost it. I wasn't hitting the cat. I was just sitting here eating my lunch, and this stupid cat came to our blanket and started eating our food, so I was shooing it away with the bat. But I didn't hit the cat. That guy doesn't even know me. Why was he yelling at me? I didn't even do anything wrong. Now, I just tried my best to kind of imitate, you know, how my son was sounding, but I I, I didn't do a good job. Trust me. I don't think I ever heard my son sound the way that he sounded. He was really hurt like it touched him at his core. But I calmed him down immediately and I told him how this had nothing to do with him and that it was an angry man who was probably angry before he even saw us and he'd probably stay angry for who knows how much longer. I tried to explain to him that It had nothing to do with him, but of course he couldn't wrap his mind around that, right? Of course it had to do with him, he's thinking. He was yelling at him, of course it had to do with him. But I told my son, look, he was yelling at me too. And I was just laying down, I didn't do anything. How could he be yelling to me how I raised you, right? Like, can you see how ridiculous that is? That he's claiming what kind of mother I am? I mean, really? And then my son started to take some deep breaths, which was great because I didn't even tell him to do that. Now, looking back at what happened, as soon as the guy started yelling at me, my old self, I would have apologized, which I started to do, but I also stopped myself. And then I probably would have gotten mad at my son without even knowing what happened. I probably would have yelled at my son without knowing what happened because that's what I used to do when my emotions would get the better of me, right? But instead, I did what I told you I did. And I also told my son that he could consider that this has nothing to do with him. I had to say it in a variety of different ways and from different angles, but finally, I think he got it. And then I said to my son, remember how I said to the man, like, okay, stay here and stay angry? Well, what I did was I just kind of acted as a reflection to this man, to show him who he was being. Not because I wanted to be rude or, you know, put him down, but really because I wanted to help him see if that's who he really wanted to be in that moment. And I think the answer was no. And then that's when, of course, he started to change course and then ultimately leave. This situation had nothing to do with me and it really had nothing to do with my son. And while it took a bit of time, my son got it. He really did. And it felt so good for him to get that. And while the situation was not pleasant, it really was an awesome learning experience, both for me and my son. Because the truth of the matter is, it happens in life, right? That people just lose it on you, or they're rude, or they're insensitive, or they're not being pleasant, or they're not respectful, or whatever. And we think. It has to do with us. But 99% of the time, it doesn't. It has to do with them, that they're in a bad mood, or they're tired, or they don't have energy, or something just happened to them and they're in this bad place. But it's not about you, and we need to stop making it about us, because the more we try to make it about us, the more we try to change ourselves to try to become someone that that person is going to like. And there are so many problems with that approach, including when you try to change for the sake of someone else, you may never ever become the person that they want you to be. And then what are you left with? You totally lose a sense of who you are and who you wanna be. If you wanna change in your life, because you want to change, then do it. But do it first and foremost for you. Don't try to mold yourself for somebody else's liking. It typically never works out well, as that other person usually will never be happy or satisfied with you anyway. Not because it's about you, but because it's about them. Phew. I can get very emotional about this topic because I see it over and over and over again in my personal and my professional life. So, I'd like to challenge you now, and I would like you to consider a relationship that you may be in where someone may not be happy or pleased or satisfied with you, and you're thinking about, or maybe you already started trying, changing for the sake of that person. And I want you to think about if it's working or if you think that is really the best way to move forward in your life. And I really wanna urge you to challenge yourself to consider that if someone is not happy with you, it has nothing really to do with you, it's about them. And sometimes we just need to let that other person do their thing or be the way they are, or go their own way, and just keep going on with our lives the way that we want to live, as difficult as that sometimes is, especially if that person is a loved one. We are not responsible for how people experience us. We're only responsible for our own thoughts, our feelings, and our actions. And so the question really comes down to, time and time again, are you being the person that you want to be? Okay, my dear friends, I am so excited to officially launch my course, Emotionally Equipped for Life. While I have offered several small group iterations of this in the past, this is the first time I'm offering this signature course, and I have to say, this course is awesome. It is better than both of my award-winning books combined, and it is better than this podcast, and I cannot wait to launch it in January. If you are not yet on the wait list, you can head over now to subscribe to it. Okay, my friends, thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week, and as always, I look forward to getting emotionally equipped with you. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, you will love my course, Emotionally Equipped for Life. This is an eight-week journey where you learn how to take 100% responsibility for your life, for your relationships, and for your dreams. This course is totally different from reading my books or even listening to this podcast, as it is in this course that you start to do the work live with me. And when you do, it's where the real shifts start to happen. It's one thing to listen to this podcast or read my books, but it's another thing entirely to actually do the work. And what's great is that the graduates of this course receive a personal invitation to join my inner circle, where they receive ongoing support, motivation, and inspiration as they continue to grow and evolve into the people who are creating the results they want to see in their lives. To me, there's nothing more exciting than doing this work. And I do hope you'll consider checking it out. Head over to my website to sign up for the waitlist, shiragura.com forward slash the course. I hope to see you in the next course.